Do you know that certain peptides can benefit those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's? If you want to learn more about how peptides can help with thyroid autoimmunity and other chronic conditions, then you'll want to check out the brand new Peptide Summit hosted by Dr. Jenny Flagar. In fact, peptides play a huge role in helping Dr. Jenny overcome her Hashimoto's condition. To register for the free Peptide Summit, visit saymythyroid.com forward slash peptides. Hey, this is Dr. Eric. And in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, can you have Graves' disease or Hashimoto's thyroiditis with negative thyroid antibodies? So let me start off by mentioning that most people with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's thyroiditis have elevated thyroid autoantibodies. So if you do a blood test for thyroid antibodies, chances are they will be positive. However, there are some people who have negative thyroid antibodies. And as far as what can cause false negative thyroid antibodies, you could have a suppressed immune system that's caused by corticosteroids, for example. You might want to check a marker called immunoglobulin G. There's different immunoglobulins, immunoglobulin A, G, as well as M. But the immunoglobulin G is what relates to the thyroid antibodies. So if you have depressed immunoglobulin G levels, then it's possible you could have false negative thyroid antibodies. But are there other ways to tell if someone has thyroid autoimmunity? So if, let's say, someone has hyperthyroidism and the antibodies are negative, or again, they have hypothyroidism, low thyroid hormones, and antibodies are negative. And if you just want to make sure it's a true negative and not a false negative. So how can you do that? Well, first of all, with Graves disease, I just want to mentioned to make sure they test the TSI, the thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins, because there are some endocrinologists who don't test the TSI, and they're not familiar with Graves, and they test the thyroid peroxidase or TPO antibodies in everybody, and maybe even the anti-thyroglobulin antibodies. So those antibodies more common in Hashimoto's, especially the thyroglobulin antibodies, TPO antibodies. A lot of people with Graves also have those. But if someone has hyperthyroidism and they have negative TPO antibodies and negative thyroglobulin antibodies, that doesn't rule out Graves. And in fact, when I dealt with Graves' disease, I had negative TPO antibodies and negative thyroglobulin antibodies, but I had positive thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins, which is what confirmed that I had Graves. But let's say, again, someone has in this case, hyperthyroidism, and their TSI is negative. Now, I should mention if someone has negative TSI and hyperthyroidism, you might want to test those other antibodies because they might actually have Hashitoxicosis, which is transient hyperthyroidism. So someone might actually have Hashimoto's, but again, experience transient hyperthyroidism. So if someone has hyperthyroidism, again, depressed TSH, elevated thyroid hormones, TSI is negative, but thyroid peroxidase and or thyroglobulin antibodies are elevated, then again, this usually is indicative more of Hashitoxicosis and not Graves' disease. But let's say that that's not the case. There's a couple of other ways to potentially confirm if someone has Graves' disease. So many endocrinologists will do what's called the radioactive iodine uptake test. There's also radioactive iodine treatment, but this is not what I'm talking about. Radioactive iodine treatment obliterates the thyroid gland, whereas the uptake test, that's where you take a small amount of radioactive iodine and see how much the thyroid uptakes. And if that's elevated, then that can indicate Graves' disease. And in fact, a lot of endocrinologists will recommend this 
even when TSI is positive. I mean, if someone has elevated thyroid stimulating immunoglobulins, there really is no reason to do the uptake test. I mean, I know they're also looking at nodules and seeing if someone has cold or hot nodules, but you could also find out with an ultrasound, maybe not cold or hot nodules, but you could look at the characteristics of nodules. And so anyway, if someone has elevated thyroid stimulating immunoglobulins, then no reason to do the radioactive iodine uptake test. If it's negative and they're suspecting maybe someone has graves and they want to do it, again, it's more debatable, but there is another possible way of determining if someone has Graves' disease, and that's the presence of thyroid eye disease. So thyroid eye disease is, like Graves' disease, more of an immune system condition when the immune system attacks the tissues of the eyes. And so if someone has hyperthyroidism and then they're having certain eye symptoms, not dryness, because dryness is pretty common overall, but let's say if they're having bulging of the eyes, eye pressure, swelling, maybe even double vision, there's a good chance that person has thyroid eye disease and a good chance that that person has Graves' disease as a result, even though the thyroid-stimulating immunoglobulins are negative in this case. So if someone has negative TSI in the presence of hyperthyroidism, but they also have signs and symptoms of thyroid eye disease, then again, the person most likely has Graves' disease. Now, Hashimoto's a little bit more challenging to determine if someone has Hashimoto's, if they have negative antibodies, like false negative thyroid antibodies. I mean, you could look at a thyroid ultrasound, but it still could be difficult to make that diagnosis on an ultrasound alone. Now, from a medical standpoint, it doesn't make a difference because they will recommend thyroid hormone replacement regardless of whether someone has elevated antibodies or not, they'll pay attention to TSH. So if someone has elevated thyroid stimulating hormone with or without antibodies, the treatment's going to be the same. But what I'll say with Hashimoto's, of course, make sure you test both the TPO, the thyroid peroxidase antibodies, and the thyroglobulin antibodies, because sometimes practitioners will only test one of those. Many will just test TPO antibodies. And then if those are negative, they'll rule out Hashimoto's. But again, there's those thyroglobulin antibodies. So if both of those are negative, like I said, it could be challenging to know if someone has Hashimoto's that you can't really rely on the uptake test. And, and again, there's not something like thyroid eye disease like there is with Graves disease. So yeah, if someone's presenting with non-autoimmune hypothyroidism, assuming it's not congenital hypothyroidism, then again, it could be challenging, but I still think you want to take a similar approach, do things from a diet and lifestyle perspective. I mean, environmental toxins can directly affect the thyroid gland, so you still want to do things to reduce someone's toxic burden. And you might also still want to look into other factors. I mean, healthy gut is important, not just for healthy immune system, which obviously is essential for those with Graves and Hashimoto's, but healthy gut is really important for any chronic health condition. So even if you're suspecting it's non-autoimmune, it's definitely not going to hurt to improve the health of someone's gut. In most cases, if not all cases, will be beneficial to help improve the health of someone's gut. So that is my answer to the question, can you have Graves' disease or Hashimoto's with negative thyroid antibodies? So really the answer to the question is yes, but I went deeper because if I just said yes, it would have been a very short podcast episode. But I hope you found this Q&A episode to be valuable. And as usual, I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. 
If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.